were never aboard. You haven't heard it like this before. Yes, it's time to explore the things we care for. And though your jaw may hit the floor, we're still the weirdos you adore. We're the weirdos next door. Hello, this is Noby, he, him. And this is Nicole, they, she. And together we are the, the weirdos, weirdos next door. door. It was a beautiful thing. Definitely a beautiful thing. Sure. So, hello everybody. We are back and we are here to uh, play some of the uh, and card game. Yeah. Okay. No. Sounds no. good? Sure. All right. Okay. All right. Let's do the dang thing. We'll do it. Uh, I'm trying to get something set here. Hold on. All right. That should be okay. All right. First card. Ooh. Choose five words to describe my future that I don't dare imagine. What? I have a big imagination. You do. I have, I have a humongous imagination. I, I'm, I don't know if I have the biggest imagination in the world. No, that's impossible to say. But I have, I, I can imagine some... But some only five words? Five words to describe my future that you, that I don't dare imagine. Grandkids. <laughs> that That's definitely one. That is definitely one. Um, and actually, I, I do think about it every now and then, to be oh, honest. I, I, know you, I know you think about it. It's just one of those where, like, you're... You're not the kind of parent to ever do the, well, when are you going to have kids? So it's like, I, I feel like it's one of those that, like, you think about passively. <laughs> it's like we have a coyote in the neighborhood. That's our neighbor's sad dog. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's one of those where it's like, it, it's a, a passive imagination. Yeah, I don't yearn to be a grandparent. But I, like, I really don't. I think it's one of those that, like, if it happened, you would be very happily surprised. Yes, I would love it very much. I'm pretty sure I would. I'd, I'd be you're like, pretty sure. I, I, you know, I'd I'd be bad grandpa. Oh, you'd spoil the shit out of that thing. But I'd also be bad. Yes. Like, like I'll teach them bad things. <laughs> this is all your little joint. So <laughs> I mean, I learned from your kid. So and it's it's everything. Yeah, it's everything a circle of life. Circle of life. A circle of life. You, you taught my you taught my girlfriend. I taught your kid. <laughs> <laughs> terrible, terrible. That's only one word though. I know that was one. Okay, one, one word. word. Uh, um, choose five words. Hmm. Hmm. They don't dare imagine. Like, that's the hard part. Oh, 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 um. Uh, I, I know exactly what, I'm, what I want. I'm trying to figure out how to word it. Um, um, confidence. Ow. What is that now? <laughs> I don't dare ever imagine myself having confidence. No, that's not what I meant. I said, wait, I'm, I'm looking. Okay, see, I'm, 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 you know, I'm a word dude here, and I'm having trouble. Like, like I'm not playing enough Scrabble and Word Finder and 
What's, what's that? Get your kid back up here. Whatever. Uh, oh, wait, what was I saying? You're still trying to think of words. Um, yeah. Um, I guess not. it's not confidence, but it's like it's like being at, at peace. Being very, like, you know, comfortable. Hmm. I, I feel like, I think both of us feel like we want to be at a point where we don't worry about anything. Self-assured. Yes. Yeah, that's probably the the right word for both of us. It's hard to imagine. It's hard to. It's. I think it's both hard to. Both of us to imagine. Like, what is that like? I I think I've been like that at times in my life. Um. And it's usually when like I start a new job. When you're at your your cockiest going in. Yes, the honeymoon period. Yes, I can go go in there and like you affect all these changes. Um, usually for me, it was like uh, uh, reinstituting the uh, um, the the alcohol policy, and so of unbanning alcohol. <laughs> because oh, I, wine breakfast. Because yes. because oh yeah, I mean, I had one team that would come in in the morning <laughs> to my office and go, I go yes, and they go um, breakfast wine, and I'd be like. I just grab a bottle off my desk and hand it to him. I was like, help yourself. <laughs> you douchebag. I'm an enabler. Uh, but that was a thing. Yeah. Drink, drinking yeah. was a thing. I think self-assured and like authenticity would probably be the, the two other. Well, authenticity as in, as in, in terms of like not like feeling living, like. Living ourselves, living our lives in like the, the most authentic way, not. To anybody else's uh, yeah. or, or societal Mores. Yes. Norms. Which we've gotten close, but like, of course, there's still those scenarios when we're, you know, in certain situations where it's hard not to to backpedal. Yeah. Hard not to mask and change those behaviors because that the, the authenticity authenticity is not safe or welcome. Um. Security. Yeah. And I mean security. It, it can mean it can mean security. In terms of thinking of security this this way, it is for me. Is. You know, physical. You know, prevention from physical harm or any kind of like, malady or like that. So the security and knowing that like if I go out, I'm I'm not gonna get you know punched yeah. in the face, because I think about that all the time. Yeah, I think again, I, we've we've talked about the fact that both of us are incredibly hyper vigilant and and I think security applies to you as well in in, in that respect because yes. I think it's hard for you to imagine being able to walk out and not have a care in the world and not have to be on your guard. Yep. Right, and that's unfortunate. Yep. It really is unfortunate. It, it it isn't a fun way to have to go through the world. No. So unless you're you know cishet white male. Yep. You're always looking over your shoulder. Because it's going to be a cishet white male to fuck you up. Yep. Or, or, or a person of color that has been brainwashed, whitewashed, yep. into being a, a Candace Owen. Or, or any Republican Asians. Seriously? Seriously? Do you know what they think of us? Anyway. Uh, th- those not... What are, uh, so how many words we got? Let's see. Uh, self-assured, authenticity, security. Security. Uh, I mm. had grandkids. Yeah. 
So I have four for you. Um, hmm. Uh, yeah, probably some sort of fulfillment. Sanity. And, and purpose. Sanity. Sanity. Oh well, that's that's not even. Is that is that too easy? Was that was that was like a low hanging fruit? Well, we we know we will never be able to achieve that. Uh well, yeah, I guess. Is it too sad to say happiness? No, absolutely not. I think, yeah. I mean, can you imagine a time when we were like truly happy? We've had many of those moments. We've had we've had moments, but I I mean I think that's just kind of like the human condition of there's always those things that are knocking on your door to remind you that you got shit to do and responsibilities and sometimes you're able to forget about it for a second or or longer mm -hmm. if you're really lucky. All right, you read one. What do you think is the hardest thing about being your partner? What do I think is the hardest thing for me? No, what do you think is the hardest thing about me being your partner? What do you think is the hardest for me? Oh, that. So what what is what is tough? What is because you are my partner, that is causing you to have some kind of difficulty. Yeah. What is the hardest thing about being my... Uh, let me let me let it out. What do you think is the hardest thing? What do you think is the hardest thing being your partner? Okay, this this could apply to anybody because if I you know if I uh, uh, putting up with me, I, I know I'm a very strong personality. I'm very opinionated. And I do have a very acerbic um, uh, manner, and I've worked on this. You know, I, I I've always been sort of like the the, the negger, mm -hmm. you know, like you know, like you know, that was that was that was part of like you would like you know, you'd be self-deprecating. I'd be self-deprecating to myself, but I also I would neg others, right? Mm -hmm. And kind of just, just kind of give them give them a hard time. And it has gone to the point where I didn't know when to stop, mm -hmm. and people have been people have been you know. We have a wheezy dog. He he dreaming. Stupid dog. Um, and I've noticed this, uh, and I'll probably have to cover this in my 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 not even yet launched uh, uh, show, uh, Madman Musing. But I don't think I've ever voiced this out loud. But I have noticed a lot of people I was really closest with when I was um, working, mm -hmm. like work colleagues. Who not like my tight best friends, you know, from work, but like people I felt like were still strong in my circle. Actually, some best friends too ended up ghosting me, and I don't, I, I think it's I, it has to be me. I think I'm a very um, I'm 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 not easy to get along with. I think I've gotten easier to get along with. Yeah. And I do credit you for um, helping me uh, helping to um, uh, uh, civilize. <laughs> Civilize me. Or now I have to or, do it all over again. Well, it's, it's not like it's more like making you know. I think it was it. What really helps is like we would talk about how we like to be spoken to, um, how we like things phrased, and so thanks to you, I think about my words often uh, mm -hmm. before I, I I spout them out. You know, I do take I I look at it through the lens now of of like. Is this a necessary dig? Can we can we phrase it into like you know a positive or just like you know gloss over it? Or say that's okay, yeah. I do that too. Yeah, no, I I I've got to the point where I remind people that if it's not something someone can pick fix in five seconds, it's not you you don't criticize it. 
<laughs> it's not something stuck in my teeth that my zipper's down. <laughs> like, you don't say something about my weight gain or, <laughs> you know, something I have absolutely no control over. The fact that I haven't got that promotion yet. Like, if it's not something I have control over to fix, please don't criticize it. And it's not that, like, that's a conversation you and I have had to have. No. Like, we have a very teasing back and forth. Right. But, like, you've also, you you respect my, these are the things that you were not allowed to talk about. And those things I, I, I have probably issues with also, so I do not talk about that. Because yeah. so. my, my no-no zones are weight and intelligence. And skin. I don't like when people talk about my skin. <laughs> what do you think is which sounds super the creepy. hardest part? Par hardest thing about being my partner? Yeah. The probably also having to put up with me, and it's not necessarily because I'm a strong personality. It's just that I go, th I can go through some intense emotions, and sometimes they can be very big and can end up like taking over the energy in the room. Yeah. Yeah. We've learned how to handle those situations, though. Yes, we've got better yeah. at it. Okay. But yeah, I think that's the hardest part. Just that I... I <laughs> it sounds like very cocky. I have the power to shift the energy in a room. Yes. Well, one of the things I, I've learned is how to self-soothe myself. Yeah. We've... If I if I get too um, amped up or anxious, like my inner child's acting out. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. We, we have time for a few more. Mm -hmm. This is a, a fun one. How has having or not having children affected our relationship? Hmm. That's an interesting one. And I feel like we've talked about kind of doing a, an episode strictly yeah, I, on this also. I have kids who are adults. Yes, and you. Nicole has no children. I am intentionally childless. Um, and when we met, you, you, you pretty much were clear that, like, nope, no want babies. Yep, hard no. And I think that's what, you know, um, it, it, how did it affect our relationship? It actually, I don't know if it made a, I, a relationship stronger or. I think it's just been a, a blessing to yeah. our, our age gap because I feel like that's often one of the bigger conflicts in age gap relationships. Right. Is like the um, the younger partner one, not necessarily the younger partner. Not necessarily the younger babies. partner. It can yeah. go either either right. way. Because like what was that that recent episode? Uh, recent um, recently in, in the Connors. Yes. On TV, uh, Harrison, the teenage yes. daughter of Darlene. Darlene was dating this older meathead guy, and he was like, "Yeah, now it's time. We're gonna have a baby right away." And she's like, no, I still need a, you know, I, I don't want to. I, I want to wait. I want to have kids eventually, but not right right now. And for him, it was his biological clock ticking as in terms of like, I don't want to be an old man. Taking care of a baby. Chasing after, you know, a, a five-year-old. Yeah. You know, I couldn't imagine doing that. Like, I can't imagine, like, my sister. My sister has, well... They're not, they're not young anymore. I think the youngest is like 14 or 15. Oh, jeez. Um, but my sister's old. <laughs> She's she an old lady. And hey, You're I, so mean. No, it's true, though. I'm old, too. I'm old, too. I'm older than her. It's like when we've talked about it, I'm like, do you think, do you think your 20-something-year-old children would like a brand-new baby sibling? 
No, no, they would not. I don't know. I honestly don't know if they would care or not. I think they might be kind of like, you know what it is. Babies are puppies. Babies are kittens. Oh, absolutely. Once they show up, it's like, because I, oh, I, I, it's I, so cute. I've I'll heard, play with it, wow. and then I'll give it right back to you. I've heard so many stories, or I, I've, I've witnessed so many like families that that, that they, they didn't, just like babies. It's especially um, mixed marriages, interracial marriages. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, you know, the 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 one one partner gets disowned by their family for 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 being with this being with who they chose to be, but then when a baby comes that can really soften things up. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, so it's like grandparents all of a sudden want to be grandparents because it's a baby still. Mm-hmm. And it's part of my blood. Mm. So it looks like a chink. <laughs> I, I, I can say that. Anyway, um, but I think just a, um, another thing that sort of like made us similar. Yeah. With, because I'm, I'm, I'm very happy that, you you get to be a dad and that that is part of your personality yeah so like i'm i'm glad that you got to fulfill that that part of your life yeah i'm glad that i didn't have to be a part of it which is why i'm also glad that they're adult children because i'm not a step parent i have i have nothing to do with quote unquote raising them <laughs> or you know dealing with the the you know your your ex-wife like we don't have to have a relationship for the kids oh that's true right because like, when, when you have kids that um and there's custody yeah you have to deal with co-parenting regardless yeah, yeah. so like i'm i'm thankful that like we don't have to do that yeah yeah. So because it, you were, your kids were already eighteen plus when y'all got divorced, and in their twenties before we even met. I think we got divorced before my youngest turned wasn't entered their twenties. Oh, I think. That's what I said. I, like they were eighteen plus. Oh, oh, eighteen. So weren't they? They went to your youngest was either, either just about to graduate or they went to college. Is it, I remember moving them into college, and I think we're either separated or divorced. And so there's that one picture of us, like, you know, at the freshman orientation, and there's, like, kid, and then my ex and I on each side of kid, looking kind of like, eh, this, this is awkward. Family picture, no more, no more. Anyway, so... So that like, was just, uh, that was a good, uh, happy coincidence, right? Yeah. That was one thing we didn't have to cover. Because mm-hmm. it could have been, it could have been a big sticking point. If you really wanted to have babies. Yeah. I would have to like reverse my vasectomy, first yep. of all. Which since it's been 20 plus years, yeah. it's a not guaranteed to be as effective and it's also a more dangerous surgery. I should have saved some of my boys. Let me think about well, this. at that point, you were married with a, a wife and, and, and three and children. Three kids and, and I'm kind of like, like, I'm like all right, we're good. We I'm don't done. need any more of these. I'm done. Snip me, snip me, doc. Yeah. Um, That's a responsible thing. Dudes, be responsible. Yep. Take care of yourself. And, Get and, snipped. It's nothing. And I've never wanted it's them. It's outpatient. Right. Like. You love kids, but you have no desire to have one of your own. No. Although. You and I would make super cute fucking babies. They'd be adorable. 
I have told you, though, we would never know where it is. They'd be little chub chubs running around. They'd be stupid cute. But between your creativity and my need for shenanigans and trouble, we would never know where the hell it is. Well, that's true. <laughs> also, if, that thing if, would be sneaky and smart. And <laughs> if smudge is uh, 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 any indication, what it'd be like if we had a child together? We would not be ruling the house. It oh would, no, we'd, it, be, we'd be screwed. Yeah, it'd be it'd be like all hail the little, little baby weirdo. Like, but I know that we like if that was a route we went, like that kid would be raised with so much like empathy and kindness. And oh, oh. Like... for me, for me, because like, um, you know, I've, I've talked to um, my kids um, as, as adults and uh, it's been re relayed to me that, you know, the, the situation growing up for them um, was a little too patriarchal. And I admit it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I came from that. I came from that, you know, where, I, you know, it was, it was a very patriarchal. And Dad, dad's the breadwinner and. But I will have to say. Runs the house. Um. No, I think that the, the the wife ran the house, uh, but what is it? But that was like it wasn't like uh, um, I didn't want necessarily that role, mm -hmm. um, but we discussed it when we had we had we we're just about to have a second one, mm -hmm. you know, and it was like um, we're talking and and with two kids we we talked and and the wish of my ex was to um, be a stay at home mom. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, I think she would have been happy if I, if I said, no, nah, you got to work because I need, I need a Ferrari, <laughs> you know. I need my fun money. <laughs> you need to make me my fun money. Now, um, yeah, that would, that would not have gone over well. That, that, that would have been me being selfish and not thinking of, you know, best interest of, of, the, of the kids. All right, I think we have time for one oh, quick we were, one. We were, talk, we were talking about, uh, like, what sort of environment our... our Rugrat would be raised in now. So you were talking about not building that patriarchal society now, or that right. patriarchal household. Right. Oh, oh, wait. Quick addition onto that that question though. Mm -hmm. There is also the fact that I mean, and it's slightly current eventy. Um, and we've we've also discussed it as as far as the pandemic goes. Like I'm thankful that we haven't had to make those choices over the past few years as to whether to send our kids to school in the middle of a pandemic or when oh, it's not safe yeah. for them, period. You know, um, first of all, A, being a kid during the pandemic has to be super shitty. Yeah, especially for ADHD kids or any, any kid with any sort of learning disability, That's, which that... our kid would be, would be pretty much guaranteed to have. So, um, yeah, and not every parent is capable or willing to provide what their children should be getting at school at home. Yep. And then that's when things go bad. I, I think we're going to have, I, I, it's kind of interesting, this whole like, you know, um, uh, uh, generation, generation pandemic, um, generation COVID or whatever, this group, I don't know, it's going to be really interesting. I think they're going to be less interactive with people and more more like kind of like i by themselves i think i mean we've been teaching individualism for a very very long time it's just that these kids got a full-on crash course yeah in in a really hard way 
but yeah, I'm, I'm very thankful that we haven't been having to make those sorts of decisions Yeah. over the last couple of years because like we, we luckily would have been in a situation, I mean, had all things like the rest of our situation been equal, we would have been able to figure out homeschooling for them through the pandemic. And I mean, luckily with you being semi-retired, we probably could figure out a way to keep it going since... I doubt you or I would be keen on sending Rugrats to school these days. No way. No like, way. Oh, especially with all the fucking mass shootings. Exactly. It's like, I, I know that I was an anxious being when I graduated in, in the aughts. <laughs> like, and, and that's kind of when the uptick started happening again. Yeah. So, like, I, I can only imagine what these kids feel growing up now. Yeah. So yeah, I'm glad we don't have to make those decisions. Yeah, that's that. We're, that's thankful. Yeah. Alrighty, one last quick question. Okay. Oh, 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 oh. when were you most afraid for me? When were you most afraid for me? I, I, at first, at first glance, I thought, "When were you most afraid of me?" And I was like, "That's why I was going." Oh, oh. <laughs> but no, it was like, "Oh, okay." I, I actually read further and it was for uh, me. When were you most afraid for me? For me. The anxiety brain <laughs> says uh, that one night that like all of the shit hit the fan and you peeled off out of a bar parking lot and drove away from me without saying anything. Um, there was that, that night, which led to you like yelling at a neighbor at our, in our old neighborhood. Yeah. They're parked in my parking space <laughs> and it wasn't even a neighbor. It was the neighbor's, I, I, it was I, a neighbor's I, employee. Okay. But like, calm down. <sighs> didn't mean to, didn't mean to trigger you. Take a Ritalin. Okay. That, that's a stimulant. Oh, um, okay. Whatever. <laughs> I meant check your Ritalin. Check your um, so like, I I was scared that like when you when you uh, took off from like the the bar we had gone to or yeah. found, found you at because you turned off your location services. I was mad. Turned off your phone. I was angry. You, you, I don't even remember what 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 it was about. I don't know either. Who knows? Well, I know. I was pissed off. <laughs> And I, and then, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't do that anymore. Like a driving angry mm -hmm. most of the time, um, unless it's rogue rage. But yeah, I, I, I think there, I think every relationship I have, I've had, I've, I've done like angry driving, like angry, angry. Yeah. And most of the times probably shouldn't be driving because of, you know. High emotions. Well, that, well, that, and also it's usually after drinking. Yeah. So, you know, I'm alive and I haven't hurt anybody yeah, and so killed like, anybody. So thank God. But I, I, yeah. I, I don't do that anymore. And I don't even drink anymore, really. Yeah. So like leaving the bar uh, when you left there definitely was like, he's going to do something stupid. He's going to hurt himself or hurt someone or something. But also it, it triggered some of my own childhood stuff, yeah. um, which we have since talked about. And that's part of why you're like, I don't do that anymore because... 
Yeah. You're respectful of the fact that that brings up a lot of very, it's, very... It's kind of triggery. Yeah, yeah very direct abandonment. I understand. I understand. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And then also the 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 getting into a verbal altercation with, with the the person next door was like, again, I don't do raised voices and yelling at, for, for similar reasons. Um, it's, it's incredibly activating for me. Um, so it's just, that's probably the, the biggest time that I was afraid for you mm. that you were like, just gonna like the whole typical, like seeing red, you were just going to like black out and do something real dumb. Mm. Mm. But that's also the one and only time I've seen you like angry like that. Yeah. So I think for me we've got worked up but like that's probably the first yeah. time i one and one and only time i've seen you angry i mean you know aside from like when you're like on a non-stop you know 24-hour drive you know to make it back to visit you know visit your family i'm i'm very afraid for you that being out you know in the middle of nowhere by myself yeah Knowing what happens to to to, to lone to, to lonely girls in to, the middle of in the to, middle of deserts to, to 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 lonely to lonely white girls, which is why I have multiple knives in my car and <laughs> multiple stabbies. <laughs> All right. And yeah, no, that's a that's a, a, a fair afraid. Just yeah. Yeah, we have. I think we have general fears of each other going through the world. Yeah. Because it's a dangerous spot for both. When you go in your surgery, I think I was afraid for you. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, should we like read something else that's not so heavy? Oh, this is an interesting one because mm -hmm. it's not about us, but it is. Okay. Who do you think relies on us the most and why? That's an interesting question. It's not really about us, but it is because it's why do people count on us? Who do you think relies on us the most and why? What are you going to say? <laughs> Smudge Rocket and Moxie. <laughs> well, of course, because we feed them. And that's the only reason they're here is because... Our, our, their entire existence depends on us. Yeah, easy food, and, that's and, all. And the chickens. They're here um, for the food. As far as the people. Who um, actually relies on us, counts on us. I mean... I think we have people who know that they, they can rely on us. Um... And it, it's not necessarily that we are the most consistent because both, like, I know I suck at texting back and I can barely even get you to leave the house to see friends anymore. Yes, that's another episode. Um, um, what but... I, okay, I, I, I'm not, not going to name names or anything like that, and I don't even know if there's anybody fits this model, but I think everybody um, who chooses to rely on us knows that that they're in a safe space with us. Yes. That... We're not going to judge. We just have their best interests in mind. We accept them for, for you know, whatever, whoever they are, whatever they you know, identify as. Mm -hmm. Unless that's a serial killer or a rapist or something like that, right? But obviously, right? Yep. So nothing criminal. But uh, um, I think people feel like they're secure around us, you know, yep. like they can be themselves. That's it. Yeah. Yep. So I think this is why people listen to us. To all our one fan out there, uh, we know that you do rely on us because we accept you, we love you, and you're good enough. You're very special. You're, very, you're all very special. We love you, you're very special. <laughs> I love you, whatever. 
on now. Anyway. Anyway. Um, but no, I, I think that the the people that have stayed in our circle, which, I mean, that circle has shrunk over the years. Mm-hmm. Right. So the people who still show up and s- still, you know, want to be a part of our lives, I think they know that when you do tell us we need you, like, we, we're there. Yeah. We do, we, we do come come to your aid. I it, My brain forgets to text you and ask you how you're doing on a regular basis, but if you tell me that shit's hitting the fan and you need to talk and you need to vent to me for three hours, I am there. Yeah. <laughs> Unless Papa Bear needs you. <laughs> and sometimes Papa Bear gets, gets vetoed. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's enough for this time. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening to us. We appreciate you very much. We are the Weirdos Next Door. Come find us on weirdosonline.com and check us out. Bye-bye. Ta-ta. Smash your social mores with the Weirdos Next Door.